Hello and welcome to the Inspire Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. I'm excited to bring you guys another story, an uh, uh, interview I had with uh, actually an ex-client of mine the other day, Sharon Zeller. She's 63 and still very active in exercise. And as you'll hear, it's been a long, a lifelong journey for her with obviously well, in my experience, obviously ups and downs along the way. So it wasn't always easy for her, but one key thing that she tries to focus on is taking it one day at a time. So I've cut out the first few minutes as I usually do because obviously it was catch up after years of us not chatting since we haven't worked together in a while. So we're just going to jump straight into where I ask her about where it all started for her. There's tons of value in this podcast, so I hope you enjoy Sharon's story. So ultimately on like whatever scale you want to look at like where where did your kind of fitness story begin well it's it's funny uh not funny because uh i think people's fitness stories are are quite varied but mine when i started into fitness i was quite young um maybe 13 or 14 years old and i didn't realize it at the time but it was really technically going to be my outlet in my future and it's technically going to be my therapy in my future. Um, and that's how it started. I was doing fitness when people were looking at me and laughing at me and say, what are you doing? Like, yeah. You know, like you're going to kill yourself or whatever. But I, like I said, I didn't know how important it was going to be in my life until much later in my life. And uh, it was my outlet that I chose to go to and thank god that's what i did choose it wasn't something else you know drugs and alcohol or whatever the case may be so mm -hmm. it, it became very therapeutic it was a therapeutic reason for me at that time when i got when i dove into fitness but i didn't know it at the time so what what kind of got you into it like why why did you choose that or what did you enjoy about it that had you doing it even if people were looking at you it was something that I had for me. It was something that I could do for me. And it was something that uh, made me feel good at the end of it. Uh, whether it was yoga that I was doing or whether it was some silly. I mean, back in the day now, in, in that time, Chad, it wasn't like treadmills and stuff like that. It wasn't even on the go, really, you know. Um, and I just started doing silly stuff. Like, you know, if I was at the gym, I uh, I was doing stuff at the gym at a very young age that other people weren't doing. And people were looking at me and saying, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and, and I think it, I just really felt that it was something that I really liked. And it I just stayed with it. And as I got older, I got into rowing. And from rowing, I, you know, I got into interested in teaching classes. And I would never ever gone to teach class except one of the classes that I was going to, this girl, I went to her after and I said, you're amazing. And she said, I'm watching you. And she said, you're amazing. She said, you should go. She said, I'm looking to get in your fitness certificate. And I said, no, I can't do that. So <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And that's where it basically started. And it, it kept, it kept me going. Uh, it really did. And uh, as I got older, it was just more and more important to me. And I was realizing how important it was to me that it's not just about the physical part of it. It's also about the mental part of it and the well-being part of it for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So that what do you mean that stuff got more important, more important, mm. more and more important? 
Like how well, did it change or how did it evolve for you over the years? I think I came from a very um, dysfunctional background family. And um, as I got older, that was the only thing that I could make my own. Mm. And that was the only thing that could I could like, if I had a really crappy day, I said, I'm going to go work out because it's going to make me feel good. And it always and it always does make me feel good after I'm done. I don't always want to do it. <laughs> right? That's the truth. Yeah, no, I don't always want to do it. But I it's become so important to me now as I'm getting older for different reasons than it was when I was younger. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand now why I was doing this all these years. And I have people say to me, God, man, you look great. Uh, you know, what's your secret? I said, it's hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Right. It it doesn't happen. I said, I can, I said, some people wish for it. Some Mm -hmm. people want it, but others actually do it. And I said, that's, I'm a doer. And that's what, that's what it is. Totally. Yeah. And so do you think, um, you know, you, you say you kind of connected with it, right away or early on it was your outlet um does that relate to the kind of family background whatever history where like right away it kind of became your your own personal space yeah yeah like some people i don't know maybe some people might go and decide like i'm gonna go and go shopping or like something to clear my head or whatever the case may be for me Mm -hmm. it was that i'm gonna go and uh do something for myself and I'm going to do something that's going to make me feel better and make me just make me feel good about myself. Yeah. Right. And when you start seeing, when people start saying, Oh my gosh, you look great. Or people start, you know, those kind of comments, you know, it's important. I think we all want to hear good things, good feedback. <laughs> of right? course. You know? Even though we, we think we don't, we all need it. I mean, we all need that little bit of insurance, reassurance saying, oh, yeah, you're doing a great job or or whatever. And I became close with a with a really uh, good friend of mine, and she's still my friend, and she's actually your age. Um, and her and I are, are of the same when it comes to fitness and, and working out. And uh, she understood me because a lot of people don't understand. They say, how can you do that? Like, how, how can you do that five days a week or six days a week? Right. Mm-hmm. How do you make how do you make the time? And I said, it's a choice. I got to I had I mean, I was a working mom, Chad, with three children. And uh, I I made the time for it because if I didn't, I was probably going to go insane. So it was always your kind of your place and your stress release. Yeah, very stress. Yeah, for sure. Stress release. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So is that do you think that's what has really helped you? stick to it or like, I mean, it's almost like that's what you connected to in the beginning and that's what's been, you know, the My a key driving yeah. force. Yeah. Driving yeah. force since you, yeah. you know, all the way through. Yeah. It's been definitely my driving force all the way through. And, uh, like I said, even more now that I'm in my sixties and I hate people saying, well, I'm <laughs> 60 now. Like, Oh yeah, I can't do this. Cause I mean, I, I just, no, I, I don't, I won't accept that. I won't accept that because I'm getting older. I may have to change some things. Yes, I'm not jumping around like I used to 20 years ago or 10 years ago. I do have to change things, but it's not yeah. going to stop. 
it's not going to stop me from from continuing on my my fitness journey and that's what it is it's a journey for me exactly yeah so has there been i mean that's great and part of this is you know kind of seeing what really you know drives us and what's our motivation and what really i mean in a way what gets us started and what what keeps us going so, I mean, over the years, if you started so young and you've had this driving force, like, has there, has there been periods where you either lost that connection or you weren't able to maintain it or kind of, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there have been various times uh, through the ups and downs in, in life itself that I have fallen off the wagon for sure and um, just didn't want to do it I and it goes back with how you're feeling about yourself your self-esteem your self-confidence and your life is shitty right now uh things are falling apart in my life and uh yeah no I I definitely have fallen off the wagon in the ups and downs of all the of my life yeah and it's really hard to get back on it then but Mm -hmm. I get on it I get back on it uh and I struggle when I do but I've been pretty fortunate this past um, number of years. I mean, you know, my life enhanced meeting Dwayne and and those types of things, you know. So he's a positive role in my life. And sometimes he'll know when I'm feeling in a bad way. And and he'll say to me, he he knows if I'm not going to go and work out for two or three days or four days or whatever, he say, you okay? Like, <laughs> you know, let's do a check-in here, like kind of thing, right? You know, and yeah. it's okay to give your body a break too. Um, you know, your body, you have, you know, for, for those reasons, you need to give your body a break. But for me, when my life is falling apart, I, fitness is, is what keeps me insane. Uh, keeps me sane, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it stays that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, and I've passed it on to my kids, you know, um, two of my children for sure. And, you know, they look at me as a role model, uh, for health and fitness and, and say, you know, mom, when you're such an inspiration and, you know, I, I really appreciate that you care so much for your fitness because it makes me want to do that now too, you know? So, I mean, you know, it's not just for me, it's for, if I want to, I want to inspire other people, you know, most importantly, my own children. Right. Mm-hmm. right? And yeah. And so especially my daughter, uh, Michelle, she, uh, she's, she's very much the same as, as myself and she needs to go and get away now and get out to the gym. You know, she's a working mom now back to work. And so she understands some of the trials and tribulations of what it's like to be a working mom and trying to fit everything in and, she says when she doesn't get it in, she she feels like crap. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You almost get uh, conditioned or used to, or in a way like addicted to the 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 feeling, you know, physically, literally that it gives you to have mm-hmm. that, you know, effort or that. It, that it's output. interesting because I had someone, I had someone on uh, Facebook who's um, an older friend of mine and, and she, um, she made, and so she's, she's the lady that's, you know, checks on our property while we're over here and we were messaging back and forth. And I said, yeah, I said, I, I, you know, I'm really tired today and, but I really want to get and work out. And she said, I think you have an obsession. She said, 
you're obsessed with with working out mm. and i i took offense to that i didn't say anything to her and i kind of took it really personal and when Dwayne came home i said you know i don't know what I, what i think about that comment and he said well he said do you think you are obsessed and i said i guess i am and he said well is that he said is that a bad thing yeah and I said, you know what it's not a bad thing and it's okay to be obsessed with it as long as you don't go over the over the edge with it if you know what i mean so i i turned my whole feeling around because like i said i was taken back by it and i'm like i was thinking looking at it in a very negative way uh, but i looked at that and i said no i'm okay with with my obsession with my health and fitness mm-hmm. that's okay right yeah i think i think you need to be a little bit obsessed chad if you're gonna if you're gonna move forward i would agree yeah I think yeah. though, you know, however we want to accept or define the word is like, those are the things that we do, you know, if it's our obsession, if it's our passion, if it's the, you know, things we like most, I mean, that's what we, in my experience, that's what we prioritize. That's what we make time for. That's what we get done. So yeah. of course, like it has to be some level of obsession or priority. Otherwise you're just not going to do it. No, exactly. And so that's, uh, so that's, I am. And, and I mean, yeah so she this this lady has a total different out, outlook toward that i mean her style of fitness is uh you know going for a walk and doing yoga which is awesome i'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying anything about that but i that's not enough for me i i need more right so yeah yeah so if i can take a step back to to some of the you know struggles or the, you know the times where you've fallen off the wagon and things like that um a key thing for me that you mentioned is, you know, it was hard to get back. And, you know, even as you were getting started, it was, it was hard to do, but, you know, you did it. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming you've done it at least a few times in in the history. So like what, you know, how, how long, maybe on average, or like what kind of time frames were you off the wagon? And like, what did it take to get yourself to a point to say like, no, I need to get back at it. And then as you were getting back at it, you know, what was that process like? And if it was hard, why did you like, why did you do it? Why did you stick to it? Well, I guess, uh, in, in particular, you know, I, when my marriage was falling apart, I suppose, and you know, had to move away, quit my job that I had in Newfoundland and moved to Halifax. And, uh, you know, I, ironically enough, I was being trained to be manager of a fitness studio in Halifax. So Mm -hmm. I was, I relocated to Halifax and I was being trained. I don't say I worked out for six months or even longer. Uh, and here I was um, being trained, you know, to take over a fitness studio. And it was awful. It, I mean, it was probably one of the darkest times in, in my life um, that and I I had no support whatsoever. So getting, I didn't even get back on the wagon until I actually got back home into Newfoundland and got my life sorted out a bit. And I just gradually, you know, when I could have afford it, I went back to the gym and just took my time and got back at it. But it was amazing the endorphins that get released once you get back at it and how how then you realize, oh my gosh, like this is like 
this is what it feels like to be feeling good about yourself again. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, I was probably off for at times, you know, six months at a time. And like I went through a very rough time there for a couple of years. So it was really probably my fitness was probably at the really back burner of it all. Mm-hmm. That time. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. But once you kind of did finally get back into it, you kind of, you know, got back or reconnected with that feeling, the endorphins, all the the positives that you had associated with it. Yeah, and it wasn't even back at at a gym. It was, I believe I've mentioned to you many times, there's a place in, in St. John's called Signal Hill, and it's a trail. Mm-hmm. And it, go, it goes, it's a coast as long as it's the ocean is there. And that that's my go-to place when I'm feeling like I want, I'm feeling like crap. That's I, I go there because I don't know what it is, but it just makes me feel really good about myself. And if I go, I can get on that trail and I can go by myself and there's times I've gone up there and I pride and everything like that. And those getting back on in, into something like that was a real big thing to me to get back, to get myself back on the, onto the fitness journey again, mm-hmm. doing this, doing this trail. And this trail is, it's, it's a very challenging trail. It's not, an easy walk in the park or anything. And I remember when I first went back on it after all the time being off and I said, Oh my God, I'm going to die. (laughs) I'm not going to make it to the top of this hill. I know I'm not, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stubborn. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty stubborn. And that was probably the start of, of me getting back into, you know, wanting that feeling of, exhaustion exhaustion at the end of something right you know what i mean feeling that i actually worked and i sweat and i i earned this you know this is like god this is feel such a great feeling you know Mm -hmm. yeah well that's what i find you know i think it's a deep deep part of my own experience is like i think as you've said a couple times in here is like the the gym the workout the pushing is like it's my time and it's something i can control and it's the effort that i can put in and like you know i connect with that personal like pushing through and overcoming exactly you know? and, and and that's exactly it it's it's my time you 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 said it right on the put it perfectly there it's it's my time and it's up to me how how i'm going to handle this 45 minutes or whatever I'm doing it's it's this is my choice and it's my time and I'm going to make the best of it while I'm here Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of what I feel like you know yeah I think it's also great to hear and I think worthwhile to note is like you know quote-unquote getting back on the wagon wasn't necessarily just like straight back into the gym doing stuff you've done before the old routine no you know, it was, a, it was still even a more personal thing. It was just some level of like physical exertion and in, in a place that, you know, was probably more about just the, the experience and the enjoyment um, rather than like a specific, like, oh, I'm working out to improve my body. Like, I don't think oh, it yeah, had no, that. No, no, definitely. I totally agree with what you just said. Yeah, it wasn't about getting back at the gym, right? You know, and and, and I find it, you know, I, you know me, you've known me for quite a while. I've been all over the place when it comes to trying to get a workout program that that's going to work for me. I was feeling, 
you know, I really enjoyed your programs. And then I moved away from that. And then I got onto a bodybuilding program with my friend. And that totally did not work for me. Uh, even though I was doing it for a year, I just said, this is not for me, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then I was after you to change the program up for me to do something. With. It took me a while to figure out, like, what is it I want even? Like, yeah. you know, how do I want to move forward with this? I don't want to spend hours at a gym. I don't want to do that. I want to get in there and get it done and get it, get it as effective as I can and with good results and gain, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing similar to what you're doing now, a little bit longer, but I'm doing similar to that. I don't use machines or anything like that. And I had a really hard time thinking I had to be at, if I'm at the gym, I had to be using all this equipment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to get past that, but now I'm totally fine with it now and I'm I'm doing great in that way. So... I mean, there's two things that I want to kind of look at is like one, you know, I think it's a common thing is like either, you know, the program we're doing, we don't really like, or it's not really working. We're not seeing results. And I think a lot of people get stuck in, in that fact. And it's just like, Oh shit, this isn't working. Or like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't know how to do this or, you know, I'm not getting, you know, success because I'm, I'm trying this thing, but it's not working. And I think they don't necessarily realize that sometimes it's just not the program. It's certainly not what they're connected with right now. Um, it's not really what's, you know, keeping them in, inspired and excited to go. And, and that, you know, journey in a way of, you know, searching and figuring out yourself and what works best for you and what you enjoy is, is an important element. Uh, uh, exactly. I mean, you're my, my son, you know, I've mentioned my son to you a couple of times. He's just a few years older than you now. And he's very similar, uh, same thinking as yourself. He says, you don't, he says to me, mom, you don't, why you even got a gym membership? And I said, well, I need somewhere to go and do my thing. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, because, you know, you don't need all this fancy equipment. He's like you. He's got he's got a, uh, a facility with minimal equipment, and that's all he works with: free weights, a bar, whatever you know, that kind of thing. And he said, he said, you don't need all that. He said, you know, you just got to go and work with a few free weights and figure out what's going to work for you. And 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 that's exactly it. I see people at the gym that are doing exactly the same thing. Ever since I've been there, and this is my fourth year there, and I said, holy mother of God. Jeez, that, <laughs> that would drive me insane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And they're spending probably twice as long at the gym there yeah. than I am, right? Yeah. And I feel I'm getting my gym in, getting my workout in, and I feel, um, feel, I feel good. Right? So... I, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's, and, and that's another thing. People will get really, uh, hard on themselves if they don't see results. They want to see results right away. Well, it's not going to happen right away. (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey. It's not a destination. So it's, it's not. And when you finish one program, it's not the, it's not the end of your journey. (laughs) It's a lifelong commitment of how you're going to choose to, you know, uh, live the rest of your life and making those changes 
So that's the way I look at it. I'm I'm in the same boat. <laughs> but as yeah. I mean, that's part of what I like about this too, and you know, why I want the story from other people is because like I can, you know, I've kind of had this experience and I've seen this with clients and whatever, but in a way I'm still kind of the you know, the the teacher or whatever, you know, spouting the lecture, but uh, you know, hear firsthand experience of real people like you <laughs> yeah. this, uh, you know i think i i hope is what you know can help people connect to that a bit more even for themselves yeah yeah totally yeah no i'm uh it's it's definitely my journey and it's uh it's not going to end at the end of the program you know mm-hmm. uh, it's going to continue on and uh i'm going to keep doing what i can do for as long as i can do it and that's it. That's great. Yeah. So what do you think has been the most rewarding part of this journey for you so far? What has been the most rewarding? I think it's just how it makes me, how I feel about myself. Um, I can see and how people see me. I, th- I think that's probably the biggest thing is how people see me. I don't really put a lot of emphasis on myself but someone else will say give me this so this positive feedback oh my gosh I hope when I'm your age I'm half the shape that you're in and you know I, I think it's that positive feedback that reassurance that we get from other from other people it's not just from myself it's it's what I what other people feed to me too mm-hmm. right? you know and I I take that and uh, I, I, I guess I've worked really hard and it hasn't come easy, you know, and you can say, yeah, I've had my ups and downs and, but I feel confident, I suppose it's, um, it's, it's, it's given me so much confidence in myself. Um, and it's because I am 63 and it doesn't mean the end of the road for me either. Right. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can, you know, consider or think about someone else who maybe is just starting, you know, their, their own journey or like having troubles getting started, even, you know, maybe they haven't started on to whatever, or they're in one of those phases where they're off the way again. Um, you know, what, what's one piece of advice you would give to someone else in that type of position? Well, don't be hard on yourself. Um, and just keep trucking, trucking on, and 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 uh, don't give up on yourself. I mean, that's basically. I mean, don't give up on yourself and your gains. You may not see your gains in big strides, and it's not. And at the end of the day, that's not what it's all about. Um, at the end of the day, it's about how it makes you feel about yourself. It's not about getting on a scale and say, oh, my gosh, I didn't drop five pounds this week. It's, you know, I, you look in the mirror and you say, yeah, I've, I've done that. I, I, day one, take it one day at a time. You know, that's all I can say, one day at a time and just get up and make, your, make yourself look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm going to get this done today. I may not want to, but I'm going to get this done today. So just take it one day one day at a time that's 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 how i look at it one day at a time 
I agree. <laughs> Perfectly spoken. Well, you know, someone else may look at it quite different than that, but for me, it's just, I don't look at the end of the journey. I look at what's in, in front of me right now. And what's in front of me right now is today. And that's, that's what I look at. That's great. So there was my chat with Sharon. Pretty powerful stuff if you ask me, especially for someone who's had such a lifelong journey with this and has obviously overcome so many things and life obstacles that come along the way as, as we all do. So I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you got something out of it, please comment. I would love to hear with what your kind of key takeaway is that you will incorporate into your life and your journey. And of course, if you got something out of this, you think others will have value, please share it because the whole goal here is to inspire other people to pursue their journey of health and fitness. So thank you as always for listening and I will talk to you in the next one.